advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 252. This Cecil is an historic episode. I don't even know if you realize how incredibly historic this episode is. It's the one that happens right before the blood moon, right? The fourth blood moon. This is the episode that comes out right before the fourth blood moon. This is is a post-apocalyptic episode. No, the fourth blood moon's tomorrow. Oh, it is? Yeah, the fourth blood moon is tomorrow. I didn't know there was a fourth blood moon. Yeah, this is the the blood moon is tomorrow, right? I thought it was yesterday. Well, it can't be yesterday, Tom. The fucking world's still here. That's true. That's true. So that was the practice run of the blood moon yesterday. That's what it was when the when the fucking did you go out and check out the eclipse? By the way, uh, there was clouds in Chicago, so we couldn't see it. So that's bullshit. Really? Yeah. No, there was too many clouds. So oh man, I had a great view of the eclipse. I actually sat outside and watched it, and watched my dog get tangled on everything and constantly untangled him. It was was it was it interesting or? Ah, uh, no. Watching an eclipse is sort of like watching. Um, moon-related paint dry. It's super <laughs> slow. It's just so slow. Like sure, sure. The way to watch an eclipse is in punctuated bursts. I realized sure. yesterday. So I went out and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to stare up at the sky and I'm going to experience the grandeur of nature and the yeah. and the beauty of this event that won't be replicated for another you know 18 years." And then like five minutes later, I was like, oh, "I'm really bored." <laughs> <Walk back in. laughs> Because you're just staring at the sure, moon. Sure, You know? And then, like, but then it came back out, like, ten minutes later, and I was like, oh, it changed. Oh, my God. Double blood moon all the way. You know? And I was excited. Yeah. I was like, I was checking it out. And then I got bored. I went back in the house and did other things. And then, you know, so you have to go in and out and, and, and check it out. And then when it finally was fully eclipsed, I have to say, it wasn't, it wasn't a blood moon. I, at, at best, it was a blood orange moon. You know, or maybe a tangerine moon. Tangerine moon. <laughs> you know. It's not blood. When I think blood, yeah. I think this crimson, like, sure, you know, fucking sure. death metal colored moon. You yeah, know? no, I mean, it looks like a jack-o'-lantern. Right. It yeah. was just sort of like, eh. Yeah. I, I, there was an opportunity to go out. I looked. I saw the clouds and I said, fuck it. And I just stayed inside. <laughs> and I did other things. Uh, so, Yeah. I mean, oh. I fuck it. It's a, it's the moon. It's gonna be there next, like tomorrow, and like tonight's like a super moon. There's like four different things happening with the moon. This Wait, week. what's a super moon? That's what Does I that... was reading. Somebody's talking about a super moon. Fight now. the regular moon or no? What? It's like super moon versus the blood moon. It's like what if fucking like a Justice moon? League America versus a fucking <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, I was I was impressed. You know, like we survived another apocalypse. This is, you know, what's interesting is I was thinking about this. This is the third apocalypse. Do you realize that is the third apocalypse this show has survived? 
I have Four. a feeling as long Four. as this show goes on, it will continue to survive apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a juggernaut. Like nothing can stop. It. Nothing can stop the yeah. show. We survived both of the Harold Camping right. apocalypse. Apocalypse. I like. That. I think that's yeah. the that's a pickle Right. Yeah. We survived uh, the Mayan calendar apocalypse. 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 Didn't happen. Apocalypse. <laughs> and we survived the Blood Moon Apocalypse, which of all of the apocalypses, at least there was something tangible that, that actually did occur. It was not apocalypse related in any way, but it was the least. It, it, the best part is that a lunar eclipse as a sign of the apocalypse and then nothing happened was still the least anticlimactic of the other three apocalypse that we survived. This is something that, you know, they're going to be talking about, I'm sure, on the 700 Club. Today, you know, the day after the the uh, the blood moon, um, or as uh, as many women call it, Aunt Flo moon, uh, the, uh, the, the Dow Jones industrial average dropped down 312 points, Tom. Oh, it's the Shemitah. It's the, it's the Shemitah. It's the Shemitah. The Shemitahs. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... I mean, admittedly, it was kind of right around here the other day at at sixteen thirty two, and now it's 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 at fifteen ninety seven, but it did pop up to sixteen oh five. So, biotech took a hit today, though. So that's all I'm saying. Like, biotech took a hit. Well, that's because of Planned Parenthood. That's right. Yeah. Right. You know. I mean, that that's the thing is biotech's going to take a hit because. You know, God is is pushing back against the stocks of all the companies that buy the aborted fetuses. So God is mad and is going to slowly chisel away. I wish that those their, I wish that those fetuses were sold capital. by like turn of the century newsies, where like they would go in and they'd have their little hat and they'd be like, "Get your fetuses, get your little fetuses, extra extra blood all around it, fetuses everywhere you look." Extra, extra, bring a coat hanger. <laughs> It'd be great if the fetuses were hawked by the the guys who sell peanuts at the ball game. Oh, that'd like, be great. You know, hey, everybody, fetuses, fetuses, fetuses. Who needs a fetus? I got a fetus over here. Three ninety nine. You get your own fetus. And they like, throws them. No, or, like, no, get to pass what, them. no. You've got to take the bloody fetus and pass it back to the person pass behind back, you, and then right? you get, you know, the coins, the few <laughs> cents that you're selling the fetus for. <laughs> But of and course you're nestled. paying you're paying like four dollars shipping and handling too. So <laughs> But it's nestled between like a hot dog bun just to keep it safe in the no, past. They put them in little stuff. popcorn boxes. <laughs> they fit right in there. They look so cute in there. in there. It's like a little it's like a little abortion apartment. It's really nice. <laughs> you buy two or three, you could have your own puppet show. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, we speak that. This force forced? God, I cannot speak this life. This first story comes from NPR. Uh, Congressman steals Pope Francis's water. Brags about it. <laughs> this is awesome. So, uh, Representative Bob Brady, um, after the Pope was done chit chatting, he came up on stage and he delivered a lecture. And uh, 
This guy runs out there and grabs the glass of water and he drinks it. But not only does he do that, like he brings home extra water to like sprinkle over his family. And I mean, it's so weird, it, man. It's pretty sits pretty crazy. I do want to point out a couple of things. The first is that unlike many of our stories, this is a Democrat. OK, so I wanted to point out that this is right. a weird yeah. Democrat who's doing this. So this is the one chance for any of uh, the rogue Republicans who listen to us um, for our glory hole stories instead of our our political stories. Uh, you're get you get a chance for us to bash on the opposite side right now. So this is a weird Democrat. Um, this is the guy, though, who was in like the, the sex ed abstinence classes when they all spit in the glass. He's the one who drank. It. <laughs> he was he's proud. the guy who drank it. They're like, he's, they're like, Timmy, would you drink this? And he's like, sure. I'm yeah. fucking a hell. Yeah, Fuck I'll, yeah drink I'll drink that. Drink that. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like he's the guy like when uh, when Aaron Brockovich or whatever was like, and your glasses are full of the town's water. He's like, fucking, <laughs> he already finished his glass. He's like, he's like you going to drink that? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. He's, this is the same guy who on a bet would like lick the fender of like a bug spattered hood for 10 bucks. You <laughs> he's know? the guy who, if he's, if he's in bed with the Pope and the Pope Dutch ovens him, he doesn't even try to get out of the covers. Yeah, he just kind of, he, he just, kinda, like, he he just, just judges the odor. He just like, smells, he just sucks it in and he's like, hmm, <laughs> I love your brand, Pope. It's delicious. Hints of current <laughs> and leather. <laughs> After, he also after the Pope same... stands up, he's like putting his face against the seat and just like inhaling <laughs> deeply, you know, <laughs> just, just wafting, fucking trying to like smash the Pope's fart air into his mouth <laughs> as quickly as he can. You're weird, dude. What the fuck? It's so weird. God damn. He did the same thing to Obama, though. What? He did the same thing after Obama's inaugural address. Obama had a glass of water. It was fucking half full or half empty. It all depends on whether you're Republican or Democrat. But he, he came out and he drank that water. He did the same thing. He's a fucking like he's a celebrity water. Like he just loves celebrity backwash. This dude's got a this dude's got a fetish. Like he's got he a weird totally fetish. Does. Yeah. I'm surprised he could even run to the dais with a fucking erection that hard or you know or with a fucking head that big. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like like this dude. I'm surprised this guy could walk fast, let alone run. No, it's not the size of the head; it's the lack of a neck that is. You know what he looks like? He looks like he looks like a Chicago uh, fire chief. You know what he I mean? Does. Like when you look at him, you're like, you look like a fire chief from yep. a movie. Like I was going to say police captain. Yeah, somebody but, yes. who's going to have a heart attack during the movie and will have to <laughs> replace you. This is like, yeah yeah he's he's hitting his own chest to restart yeah. the ticker and he's <laughs> he's, he's like not even the, cons- he's like one of those guys from the Bears skit where right, he's like hitting right. his own chest to start it back up he's just like ah right, go down a minute <sighs> just stuff a Italian sausage down this there to get things restarted so hang on weird though he looks kind of like a union boss he does too. he looks yeah he looks like a union boss I think right. I, I think all of those things have to do with eyebrows I think the more <laughs> in charge your eyebrows are. <laughs> The more uh, city, like the bigger city task you have. That's right. Yes. He could play any number of roles on any number of like NBC sitcoms. What he needs to do is dip his fingers in the water and sort of flatten his eyebrows. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> God, what a weirdo. What a strange man. Like this is like this is the same kind of dude that would like go like rifling through fucking Elvis's garbage or something, you know? Like it's just such a weird 
celebrity whoring thing to do. The thing is, is like when you drink a priest's water, though, I mean, aren't you tasting kid dicks? I mean, isn't this <laughs> isn't this one of the things where you're just like you could charge him with pedophilia for this? Just, just for drinking going. after a priest drank the water, you'd be like, sorry, sir, we'll do a DNA test and then find like six little boys' cocks in your mouth. That's a- <laughs> Here I am, talking about facts, real people, events, and you're talking about a 2,000-year-old book with stories in it that... Uh, let's talk reality, David. You want to talk reality? Yeah. Well, reality was three and a half years ago when your husband and millions of others vanished. Now, that's reality. They said it was UFOs. All right, so these stories come from Right Wing Watch. Um, and see, so there's actually a number of these that we've we've got audio we can play for that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So let's start with uh, Alex Jones. So this is InfoWars. <laughs> InfoWars. <laughs> this guy's still a thing. InfoWars sounds like a series from Marvel. Like they had, you know, they had Secret Wars and then they had Info Wars and then they had the Infinity Gauntlet, something like that. You know, I don't know. But anyway, here's Info, Info Wars, Alex Jones talking about the Pope. Uh, he doesn't want us to have a border, but he lives behind 35 and 40 foot and 50 foot walls around the Vatican City. He's got a giant fortress full of Swiss paramilitary guards, hired mercenaries. Paramilitary. Yeah. <laughs> They're like those dudes in like old timey outfits in orange. <laughs> Don't they have a halberd? Yeah, I mean, Don't they I carry it, like there may be ones that are hidden that are like pillar. I don't know, but they like they the ones that the ones that I saw when I went there were not paramilitary. They were fucking like ornamental. Like yeah, they're like old timey military. <laughs> right? Like I mean, like like if you needed to siege a castle, maybe they would be useful, <laughs> but. It's also the fact that, like, the Pope is a famous dude. Like, he is, he is a divisive religious figure who is famous across the world. Like, do, do, is Alex Jones suggesting that all of us should live behind 50-foot wall? Nobody cares about me. No, I, can't, I live very safely surrounded by nothing but yeah, siding. You know, the other thing, too, is like, yeah, you know, the fucking thing is a little old, too, asshole. It's like made in a day that they kind of might have needed fucking some 50-foot-ass walls. And now right. today it's just fucking antiquated and they just keep it up. The idea that you're just like, oh, well, you know, they built, he didn't build these 50-foot walls yesterday, asshole. Right, right. As, as if to suggest that walls in 2015 would, would serve some kind of significant military function. Like, the U.S. Air Force flies over them like, nice walls, bro. <laughs> it just keeps flying. He, he is right. I will say this. Alex Jones is right. The Swiss Guard uses traditional weapons such as a whore, a sword and a halberd, as well as <laughs> modern weapons such as the SIG P220 and the Glock 19 pistols and the Stray TMP machine pistol and submachine guns like the Heckler and Koch. Koch. Uh, MP5A3. So evidently they they do have guns. So I he's right. They you know I the only ones I saw had fucking halberds. But you know I guess the ones with the guns are in the towers or something. I guess too. Like when you say use, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, use it's implies not like anybody's some... fucking storming the fucking castle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like oh man, another day, another gun battle in the Vatican <laughs> to protect the Pope. <laughs> it says it never happens. Right. The Vatican is rumored to have hundreds of trillions 
of dollars of assets. They admittedly own more property than anybody in the world. Hundreds of trillions of dollars. That doesn't Wait seem accurate to me. I don't Hundreds know. of trillions of dollars. You know what else it's rumored? It's rumored that Bigfoot walks around and eats beef jerky, right? <laughs> like, you can't just say, well, you know, it's also rumored uh, that space aliens like to probe the anuses of unsuspecting farmers. Like, okay, great. Here's, here's what it says here. It says, and this is from Time Magazine, the Vatican's wealth, bankers guess it's about at the Vatican's wealth and put it between 10 and 15 billion. That is so much less than a trillion. That hundreds of trillions. Hundreds of hundreds trillions. Hundreds of trillions. Are you seeing the Vatican selling that property? Quote, give it to the poor? No. It's all meant to sell austerity to us, to train us to be abject slaves. Yeah, and I apologize. You know, I say 35, 50-foot walls. At some point, <laughs> the Vatican walls are over 100 feet tall, as TV viewers can see right there. That At that point, it's well over 100 feet tall. They tall. do look pretty tall, admittedly. I'm watching this video right now, looking tall. Also, looking real old, bro. Like, really <laughs> old. Made of stone, got some fucking ivy in there. Certainly weren't made yesterday. Yeah, I don't even understand what's the point of my walls. Like, ah, they got walls. Well, I, he's talking about immigration. Basically, you know, let whoever you want in the country. But I have walls around my thing. You're like, okay, well... He also doesn't have any farms in there. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a fake country. Yeah, it's not even a real country. You know, it's a fortress. It's, it's, it's a country the size of a town in Maine. Yeah. You know, which is to say, it doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> Tax exempt. And I got to sit here and hear this slime bag. <laughs> That's what he is. Of a captured Catholic church, taken over by the pedophiles, blackmailed by the left, and now that they've taken it over worldwide, you're hearing total... And complete worship by the media, a basking in his glow, an angel, Christ-like. Oh, he's so wonderful. Hello? Pause? No. He's just staring. Like he's Wait, fucking what just staring. happened there? No, he just... They, they, Did they, you hit pause? No, they fucking just... He's just staring at the camera. Oh, did somebody that, reset his operating again. system? Yeah, no, he had fucking his. He had to flush the RAM. Here, let me play it over again. He's what? so wonderful. He's just staring, one, looking at me. What's two, up, bro? You mad? Three. Still mad. Four. He's calling for one wow. world religion. Oh, my gosh. If he gets his way, a billion people will starve to death in the next 10 years. I mean, it's just <laughs> a death sentence to the third world. <laughs> Wait. If he gets his way. The evil Pope's evil ways. You know, I love, the, I love this idea that the Pope has been hijacked by the left. Because I see the Pope as more progressive but in no way would I call him an actual progressive. Right, right, right. The Pope is not for, uh, you know, gay rights. He's not for, um, you know, uh, th 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 he, he's come out and said, you know, women should not be priests. He's, you know, so he's, he's not for full gender equality. He's not for, uh, you know, birth control. He's not for uh, the, the rights of women to choose. So, so many key issues, or many issues that many progressives would label as key issues, he is quite conservative on. He is vastly more progressive than the fucking evil emperor that we just had, like, for 20 minutes <laughs> previously. Like, the pope who was fucking exhausted by the yeah. idea of being pope, yeah. who was just like, I know you handpicked me by God, 
but I totes quit. Yeah. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> and you got to listen to him because he's infallible. You know right. what I mean? So right. So so and I and, and that and let me let me be perfectly clear. Of the popes in my lifetime, this is the pope I like the most. But that is not saying a whole no, lot. No, not at all. You know, it's it's like. I don't know. It's like saying, like, of the swirlies I've received in high school, this was the best swirly. <laughs> like, it's still an unpleasant experience. So this next one, Tom, this one is uh, Jim Baker. And uh, we love Jim Baker on this show. Huge fan of Jim Baker. Jim Baker in this particular one kind of looks like a rapper. He's got <laughs> he's got like a little... Little like black coat on with a black uh, long sleeve shirt or a short sleeve shirt. I can't tell. And then a black hat with a with a silver cross on it. Total. I mean, look at this guy and tell me he doesn't look like a rapper. Uh, th- this hat is so absurd. He's got a baseball cap with a crucifix. Just a black baseball cap with a white crucifix on the center, and he's indoors. Yeah, that's the Santa Monica Christs. That's, yeah. I don't know a lot about sports, <laughs> but I feel like you made that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to listen to this. This is pretty short. This is Jim Baker talking about uh, about ISIS. But at a certain point, he just says some weird shit in here. I mean, I think all of it's weird, but you, you, you get what I mean. We're going to occupy right up to the last moment. I want to preach until there's no more preach <laughs> in me until the, he calls me home. But it's 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 a whole new world coming. You know it. You know, he sounds like he's gonna break into song there, doesn't it. he? When he's like, you know it. You he sounds know really... it. <laughs> it's just like launches into show tunes all of a sudden, like the band picks up. It's like da, 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 da. Okay, he's gonna do like right. a Fred Astaire dance, <laughs> like a fucking umbrella in a few seconds. He sounded sort of like vaguely threatening, like you know it. <laughs> Come on. A little sexual, actually. Just uh, just a little bit. <laughs> you you know the word. You know you can't mock God the way America's mocked God. I have mocked God 252 consecutive yeah. times. You're still doing it, bro. It, yeah. it, nothing happens. My life is going swimmingly. <laughs> From a person that I understand knows what they're talking about, they say ISIS has already infiltrated every single church in America. <laughs> I find that so absurd. Every, every church. <laughs> ISIS has sent over a church. Uh, Can you imagine being the ISIS recruit yeah. who has to like fucking handle the rattlesnakes in Alabama? <laughs> right? Like you're just like you're like why are you picking me for this assignment? This assignment is the worst. Like I can't like I can't be the guy Dude gets like the plum assignment to like go to a fucking synagogue in New York. You're like, oh, it's great. I'm in the big city. I get to eat up food. <laughs> like some <laughs> other dude is stuck in the fucking backwaters of what Appalachia. About the, what about the guy who's got to go to uh, to the Westboro Baptist Church and uh, and, right? and infiltrate? He's he's standing there. He's like in full on Muslim outfit, holding a, like a. God hates Muslims sign over his shield. And he's and he's like like journaling later on. He's like, day four. They still haven't noticed that I'm Muslim. <laughs> they show up. They show up with like like a fucking big fucking beard and a yeah, Syrian exactly. accent. 
And they show up in like the heart of Kentucky and they're just yeah. like, Hello, I am one of you. <laughs> they were like you I like how are you going to blend think, in? I also think God hates fags. Yeah. <laughs> They would actually be. They would be like, "This is actually a really easy." Yeah, no, it's pretty easy. Doctorate, I could. Yeah, yeah I, I get easy. behind that. Yeah, it, it it would also be like amazing. Like they send over for for every church in America, um, they send over one guy. How many churches do you think they have to send over? Gosh, every church in America has one ISIS member. Every I hadn't church thought in about that. How many churches are in America? I'm looking that up right now. I'm, I. I there are roughly 350 religious congregations, 350,000 religious congregations in the United States. <laughs> Send over. Isn't there like, they, there's more churches in America than there are ISIS members. I know, just, <laughs> they're, they're all gone. They're just like, we all have to go to America. Why? I don't, we're not real sure what step two is. Is now, plus they're like, they're all decentralized. There's only one guy in each church, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're, so they're just like vastly outnumbered and, and everybody he, knows you're ISIS. Like nobody, I nobody think what he's fooled. trying to say though, Tom, I think what he's saying is, is to the, to the one ISIS member in his audience, I got my eye on you, buddy. Right. Yeah. I know you're guy. here, buddy. Yeah. Fuck. They found me out. Yeah. God damn it. So this last one is Rick Wiles. And this one is, you just got to hear to believe this one. Cause this is just what this is, is pure, unadulterated, and a complete lack of memory when it comes to the 2012 elections. But if you go back to the 2012 campaign, particularly in October, Barack Obama was speaking to empty coliseums, empty auditoriums. They, they couldn't fill up an auditorium. They, they had to draw curtains around the, all the empty seats. And uh, Mitt Romney was was attracting these huge enthusiastic crowds. I mean it was it was obvious there was momentum for the the Romney campaign. And so on election night for suddenly Obama to win re-election it was very weird. It was it was strange. It was like <laughs> wait. Wait, wait. Did I live through the same 2012? Yeah, you did. Mitt the fucking dead-eyed robot Romney. Yeah. Brown face the guy Romney. who couldn't get his fucking wife excited yeah. with a vibrator and a glass of wine. Mitt fucking Romney. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I remember I remember that he he was a farce. Like when you'd hear him talk, I don't remember anybody who was excited about like, him. Yeah. People would reluctantly, even people like on the right, they'd, they'd be like, I'm voting for Romney. Like, nobody was excited about it. Nobody was like, yeah, Romney, that's my guy. What's like, so funny is, listen to what he has to say next. You know, where are these Obama supporters? I, they, You know, I never met anybody that was enthusiastic about reelecting Obama, and suddenly he wins reelection. <laughs> he says we, the exact same thing well, we just said. But, but, but hold on a second, because... When Obama was elected and then when he was subsequently reelected, there were massive parties all across the United States. People, I mean, there were huge outpourings of people in Chicago, you know, because he's from Chicago, massive, enormous events of throngs of thousands of people cheering and yelling. Did you just miss that? 
And there was just that feeling on election night, something really strange and weird and and evil and corrupt just happened tonight. <laughs> evil and corrupt. I, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the fucking election was fixed. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Right. Yeah. Right. Because when you saw one of Obama's speeches, there wasn't a lot of people. And when you saw one of Romney's, there was more people. So by that logic – the entire election process over all the different states that did and it didn't you know not only that but like fucking <clears throat> the electoral college in that election pretty much went fucking red blue states were the red blue states and only swing states were the ones that matter because obama by electoral vote won crushingly yeah crushingly both times really it wouldn't wouldn't you make it look close if you're like oh I'm gonna make this one a squeaker I mean not like a not like a George W squeaker you know where it, where it like hits the courts but you know maybe two states sure. oh man narrow victory you know just pulled out Ohio awesome you know whatever I mean he fucking destructicated him it wasn't even remotely clear you didn't have to you didn't even have to stay up late to watch the returns exactly. come in want to contact the guys. Go to DissonancePod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash DissonancePod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage, and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So this story comes from the Raw story. Uh, Maine's mayor... Name and shame welfare recipients so special need kids will stay out of my state. God damn, what? (laughs) What did he say? Did he then line them up against the wall and shoot them? I saw this and I thought like, who voted for the Grinch for mayor? Are you kidding me? His heart is two sizes too small. Who's mad? Who the fuck is mad at special needs kids? (laughs) You know what I hate? The goddamn Special Olympics <laughs> with their with their go get 'em attitudes <laughs> and their hearts that never quit. Oh man, <laughs> struggling valiantly in the in the name of uh, I mean, really, like in the face of adversity. Fuck those kids. Those little shits. Fuck them. Why do we oh. subsidize this shit? <laughs> they should be selling candy bars like the rest of the kids. Yeah. Knit some more of these fucking crazy sweaters I'm wearing damn. when I'm on TV. Because he said that the names of state pensioners are public, while welfare recipients aren't public. So what we should do is put make them public. And I'm thinking, well, pensions are permanent, dude. Like welfare yeah. is a transient thing. It's not a thing that happens all the time. You don't now. You don't stay on welfare forever. Plus, a pension is a state paid benefit. Right. So typically, uh, I mean, typically state or county, it's a government. So you, you can always look up I mean, you can go and find out, you know, you, if you want to find out how much your teachers in your school make by person, by teacher, it's all public record. You can go look that information up. That's 
There's a reason for that. They're government employees. So in in the name of accountability toward governmental spending, you can find out how much government employees make. That's that's a very typical transparency thing in government. Like somebody with like a fucking autistic kid has to be on your fucking shame roll. Are you kidding me? It's like, oh, man, I could really use some help because my kid, through no fault of anybody's, has special needs that are prohibitively expensive because we have basically no medical care system other than hope you can afford medical care. Good luck. (laughs) Right? So it's like, well, we should build a social safety net, but people that need it for their kids should be shamed. You know, this is the problem is, is, and we talked about this many, many times. The problem is, is that he's got a mythical person in his mind that he wants to shame. Right. You know? <laughs> and another thing that we mention all the time, too, is when people that are against welfare need welfare, they don't ever consider themselves the same as the rest of the welfare recipients. They always think of themselves as, oh, well, I'm just I just need this for, a, you know, until I get back on my feet. They don't even consider that that's what other people are doing, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, and so, th- you know, this is just a, what this is, is a case of some fucking, you know, curmudgeonly old shit who's going to try to shame people, you know, shame this mythical c- creature that is the, you know, the welfare queen or whatever, uh, shame them. But then he talks about at one point because uh, Tucker Carlson talks about Somalis and the guy's like, no, it's not the Somalis. They're like working and stuff. So, you know, the people I think he has a close relationship with, he doesn't care about. He's like, oh, well, those people are they're just trying to get on their feet. He's talking about Somali refugees. Oh, right. those people are just trying to get on their feet. They're cool. Well, the people he has a personal relationship with, and this happens all the time, the people you have a personal relationship with, you suddenly don't see them as the as that large evil that you were thinking of before. It happens with gay people all the time, where you know you could be against gay people, but have a gay brother and be and and like your gay brother and and go to his wedding and whatever, right? Because it humanizes that one portion of you know this ideology that you have a that you're that you're anti. Uh, so yeah. I feel like this this guy is just this curmudgeonly old shit who just doesn't know enough fucking people in his town. If you're involved in the gay and lesbian lifestyle, it's bondage. It is personal bondage, personal despair, and personal enslavement. And that's why this is so dangerous. It's a very sad life. It's part of Satan, I think, to say that this is gay. It's anything but gay. So also from Right Wing Watch, uh, Michelle Obachman. God may destroy America over gay marriage, just like Sodom. This is uh, Republican uh, represent- Representative Michelle Obachman, as Tom would say. Uh, is she still a representative? She, not former, former right? She, she's a former she rep. You're, I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, she's a rep. current quitter. Yeah. She's a former representative. And she is on Janet Markle's Understanding the Times. So, oh my God, understand. <laughs> <laughs> Any, just her and understanding. <laughs> I just don't just understand not a these thing. times. Just not a thing. Here's Michelle O'Bachman. No one is fighting back against Barack Obama's dangerous policies. I'll say it. They are dangerous policies, and they are pointing America in severe decline. I don't mean to be partisan when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, brah. Oh, I don't mean to be partisan. 
But I'm saying that nobody is fighting back despite the uphill battle yeah. that is constantly faced. That guy can't brush his teeth without somebody oh, filibustering God. in his bathroom. I love it, man. I don't mean to be partisan, but they're dangerous policies. Right. I'm just observing the truth. And I think that's what you're seeing across the country. People see our country in decline. That's not who we are. We want to maintain our status as an economic and military super powerhouse, but for what reason? We got to that level because we're built on strong Judeo-Christian values, values that we weren't ashamed of. What are you talking about? Well, we we got to that level because we were we were challenged with becoming an industrial na- nation in, in the midst of world wars. Like, like I mean, really, if you want to if you want to look at, at the history of you know how America arrived here, I mean, it's a long answer, but. It has nothing to do with our Judeo-Christian values, and it has everything to do with our unique economic situation. Right. It, you know, really subsequent to and during both world wars. It has nothing to do. Nobody was like, oh, man, how come everyone in America just bought a refrigerator? Probably because of Jesus. Exactly. Like, that's not a thing. What are you talking about? Jesus is the, the, the busiest sales rep for Sears in the 50s. Right? So constantly oh, selling ovens and fucking refrigerators. I guess they had ice boxes back then. Ice boxes, right? Yeah. yeah. And when we raise our fist to holy God and say that we holy are going God. to redefine marriage, we are going to be okay with paying a Planned Parenthood to cut up innocent baby parts and sell them for research. Cut up innocent baby parts. Those innocent baby parts. Those parts didn't do anything to you, Michelle Obachman. I read an interesting article this week about uh, abortion where uh, there's this stigma of shame attached to abortion. So like and I, I noticed that I say this on occasion we will say things like abortion is always a hard decision or, you know, something like that where, oh, you know, nobody wants to get an abortion, but they get, you know, that sort of thing. And there's like this stigma that's attached to it that doesn't necessarily need to be attached to it because it's not some for some women. It's not a fucking hard decision at all. It's not even they don't even think about it. They're like, oh yeah, fucking got preggers, huh? Time for the old abortion, and they don't <laughs> they don't think that it's a bad thing. They don't think they don't have sure. that negative stigma. So it was a really interesting article, interesting way to think about it. That clearly is a problem. And as we have seen, God brought render judgment in the days of Noah and the days of Sodom and Gomorrah and so forth throughout history. We didn't see any of that. We were told in a fucking old timey <laughs> book. <laughs> yeah, I I would say that I'm pretty confident none of that actually happened. Yeah. Because there's literally no evidence that any of those things ever actually happened. I think it's But awesome. other than that, we know what happened God, because awesome. she said it. Michelle O'Bachman said it. And she said it in her fucking Fargo accent. So it's how you know it's true. That's what they do up there in Fargo. They put those little abortions in the wood chipper at the end. <laughs> <Just> and- <laughs> <laughs> what the prophets have told every generation is that there is a just God and the people must repent and turn to him. Yeah, the, Man, the prophets have been saying that for a long time because they like money. Right. I don't understand how in 2015, knowing what we know about the world and how it works and how it has always worked, how could you possibly utter that phrase that there is a just God? I know. How... I mean, let, let, I mean, I, I know that the problem of evil is perhaps one of the oldest problems that faces, and it's maybe even a little bit banal. But are we really going to suggest out loud in 2015 when we see 
the incredible number of people globally that suffer every single day pointlessly and needlessly until they fucking expire in the mud. We are really going to look around and say, oh, yeah, is it just God? That's such a that's such a fucking ridiculously privileged position to be able to take that there's a just God because it suggests that 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 God is up there making decisions about whether our life is good or sure. bad or whether we experience good or bad things in our life based on the morality of our choices. And then and then you get what you deserve. Right. And that the people whatever it is that we get, we deserved every bit of that. Right. You know, ne- never mind like you know, all of the, you know, billions of people. I mean, like, what about like all the all the people in India who are born into the lower caste? Sure. Right. You know, so you're a, you're a two year old toddler walking around. You've never made a single moral decision in your life. You're born into the untouchables caste in India. And the entirety of your life is effectively laid out before you as nothing but arduous labor and a short, uh, miserable life. That is the extent of your life. And you're going to look at that world and, and say, yes, this is ruled by a just God. And that's, there's so many ridiculous number of examples of this. Ridiculous number of examples of this. The, the idea of a just God is the most patently absurd idea of any of the gods. If there were a God, at the very best, you could say he was indifferent. Sure. Yeah. The best. Yeah. On a good day, he's Cthulhu. Right. I know, right? right. It's like a, a just God. Yeah, maybe if you're a fucking white chick in Minnesota. Sure. Who fucking hates black people. You right? know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe she just strongly dislikes them. Strongly dislikes them. Let's not get crazy. Jesus. Outrageous. So too in this day of wickedness in our own culture, we need to do the same. We need to repent and we need to confess because again, a holy savior is coming to save us and redeem us from the sin sick world. We need to be ready. That's a good news story. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm, yeah, we need yes. to confess because he's coming back to destroy everything. That's, <laughs> That's the good news, guys. <laughs> hey, good news. The neighbor's going to burn down our house, but he'll uh, let us say sorry ahead of time. <laughs> and there is no scientist or doctor that can validate you can get anything out of the rectum other than, than waste, refuse, and death. There is no life. So this next story comes from the uh, Huffington Post. Um, and this is great because our friend Pastor Manning has returned um, and he completely loses his shit. He has a giant temper tantrum, um, and, and he interrupts a candlelight vigil. So there was a candlelight vigil in Harlem. It was the uh, Harlem Against Violence, Homophobia, and Transphobia vigil. Um, and this fucking crazed lunatic showed up and just exploded in rage. So there's there's this is long. It's probably going to be about six minutes long. I may edit it down, but uh, but we're going to start it out. We're going to go about a minute into this video because at the beginning of it is just people walking and saying, stop the hate now. We're going to pick it up right when Manning starts yelling at the crowd. Exactly what hate are you talking about? What hate are you talking about? What hate? What hate are you talking about? 
Are you talking about your own self-hatred? I love that they're just ignoring him. <laughs> well, there's a they're whole just... bunch of people. They're really far away from him, but there are a few people who are pointing at him while he's saying, <laughs> like, stop <laughs> the hate. Now they're, like, wagging their finger at him. It's kind of right. awesome. They're like, exactly your yeah, hate. Pretty much <laughs> your hate, bro. Precisely what you're directing at us. Yeah. <laughs> it appears to me that you're the haters. You're the haters. He's getting so mad. You are the haters. Stop hating yourself. Stop hating yourself. Stop, Stop hating yourself. I love that how mad he's 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 getting so angry because they're ignoring yeah. him. He's like, yeah. I want to engage in crazy dialogue. Yeah. He's he's gonna get madder, I'm sure. You hate yourself. Anybody, anybody who loves another man's rectum. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he loves it, he's a lover. He's not right. a hater. What is it? Come on Just- now. What, what if you just like it for the evening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, love uh, is a pretty strong, it feels like that's a commitment, yeah. you know? I just want to rent a rectum. Just- <laughs> <laughs> it's a hater! You're the hater! You're a Jesus hater! You are racist as well! Come on down here! Come on! Come on down here! He sounds like a, he sounds like I don't know like an aging senile buddy guy trying to sing the blues. You know, you're just like, <laughs> come on down here, come on, come on down here, come on, come on down here. It's it's like uh, it's like the angriest prices, right? Yeah, <laughs> come on down, come on down here, come on over here, come on over here, come over here, come over here, come on, you faggot! Oh, oh, you lesbian! <laughs> Throwing so out the bombs bad. already. Two minutes in. Wow. He just hates being ignored so much. He really does. He's like a little child. All you perverted people. All you dung eaters. Dung eaters. They're dung beetles. They're not dung eaters. They're all rolling. They're (laughs) all on the thing. They're all rolling their own little ball. (laughs) Dung eater. What a dung eater. Fucking twat. Are going to stop me? You can no more stop me than you can stop the power of the blood of Jesus. <laughs> this guy sounds like he is choking on a bone every moment he speaks. The power of the blood of Jesus. Power what power is that Jesus. exactly? I don't know. I fucking like, somebody's like, uh, what? What would that do? Like, can I put that in my kids' toys when they run out of batteries? No, the, I just... the power of the blood of Jesus is what we just put on the moon the other day. Right? That's yeah. why we had the blood moon. We had the power of the blood of Jesus moon. I declare the blood of Jesus against you, faggots, you lesbos, you perverts, you sick-minded people. You are sick. You are demon possessed. You stop the demons now. <laughs> He's so mad he doesn't even know what to say. He stop he the demons now. So, so awesome, man. So what's what's his best case scenario? Like all these people turn to him, they're like, wait, 
did he say stop the demons? And all the demons just like, oh, fuck. We got to God damn it. Uh, guys, we just got we just got rebuked again. Okay, meet up at Quiznos meet and let's talk about our after action plan. We'll all get a turkey, bacon, Swiss. It'll be fine. Stop the demons now! Stop the demons now! You are demon possessed! You are full of the devil! You are the children of the devil! You are all the devil's children! You are so bad. He's got nothing to add to I this know. conversation. That's the best part. All he can do is just scream into the face of the void. Oh, there's, he's, there's nothing he's saying that is, you know, I mean, he's never going to say anything that's intelligent anyway. But, you know, uh, it, this whole thing is just two people like holding their finger on their nose and like wiggling it, you know, like, nah, 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 boo, boo. <laughs> it, you know, the, the, the thing is, like, what is the point? Of doing this, even if you believe that he's, even if he believes that he's right, and I actually, I, I don't know if he believes that he's right, but even if he does, like, does he think that people are just going to stop being gay because he screamed at them about I know. something? I yelled at him for a while, and they're right. still gay. Man, that guy's not attracted to women anymore, even though I screamed at him. And I yelled him at him like names. this. <laughs> I did the dead red divorce. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> yeah, great. Demonic. Okay, yeah, bro. right. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe his dick will get hard when he looks at a different gender if I call him a faggot. Oh yeah, yeah it works every time. Yeah, no one else has thought of that. Great, well done. God help you! You are a wretched, unbelievable, despicable disgrace to humanity. Your crap stinks of another man's butthole. You are. You are losers! You are delusional! You are full of the devil! That's oh. like that's like the Christmas story triple dog dairy. I think he's, right? he's pushing the envelope here. You're like you know, it, it, the next line very well may be, you know, I won't even tongue kiss most of you. <laughs> <laughs> With your stinky poo breaths. <laughs> Get over here. Bring them luscious, stinking dung lips over here. <laughs> Let me examine your rectum. You need prayer. You need the Lord Jesus. It's what you need. You are nothing more than the children of hell is who you are. No. Hey. And guess what? I beat your stinking behind in court. Satan at him? <laughs> What's happening there? Somebody's going, yeah, Satan? No, I can't, you can't tell because they're just showing the crowd. So you can't, right. I have no idea. Just uh, all you see is just, 
you know, when you hear it, when you hear Manning loud, then the camera's on him. So I can tell you what he's doing then. And all he's doing is just standing there in his suit, just screaming at the audience. That's all he's doing. <laughs> and he's behind a wrought iron fence with like, like uh, points on the top, right? So like, it's not like anybody's going to fucking scale it. You know, he's right. like he's like behind a zombie-proof fence, so he's he's <laughs> safe back there. <laughs> Every last one of y'all, you're going to hell. There is no salvation for butt lickers and butt bangers like you. <laughs> the lesbians in the crowd are just like, "Hey, bro, oh, we're good." No, dude. We're yeah. like, we're. Uh, what about the carpet munchers? What about right? The- <laughs> it's like, uh, we're we're fine. What do we? Uh, can we get yeah. some specific invective yeah, thrown is, in our is direction? Is there any way that you could you could make sure you just call God and see if there's anything like you know? What about gash lickers? <laughs> it's like two dudes are just like we're just pretty much into oral. So yeah, are we good? Yeah. Like, can we just? Continue, continue, continue. Yeah, it, that's that's with a Y A at the end of it. Okay, it's a new it's Fair. a new word they're trying Fair. out. Fair, just to see how it how it plays in the canon. To kick your butts, I will continue to kick your perverted behind and gonna send you to a horrid hell. I am the champion. I am the defender of the world of God. It's like when I would argue with my brother, and I would like when I when I would argue with my brother when I was a little kid. I used to get him so mad because I would I would go up to him and be like, "And I'm right, and you're wrong," and the crowd goes, "Well," <laughs> and he would get so mad he'd want to hit me. Like I used to make him mad by just making something up and saying something stupid, and that's what right. he's doing. He's like, "I'm the champion," <sighs> "I'm the champion." <sighs> <laughs> like, you're a fucking two-year-old, dude. He's just—he is having a legitimate temper tantrum. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Somebody an orgasm. Somebody screamed at him. You're having an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is something else. I mean, it's you know. I actually, to be honest, I think his his rants that he gets into on his own are a little better than that. But here oh, you totally. get an opportunity yeah. to see him as sort of a petulant child and that sort of stomping of the foot thing. You know, you could tell he's never challenged on his on his thoughts, which is why he flips his shit when he reads his YouTube comments or whatever, which is why he had, he went after Adam Reeks when Adam Reeks posted that fucking thing about him. Right. 
Yeah, he he's not a guy who can engage in like a reasoned discourse. That's clearly not his thing. Uh, he seemed to be getting mad that he was being interrupted. He seemed to be getting mad that he wasn't being given. Like you got a sense that he starts saying something and they're still chanting, and he'd kind of pause and be like. You, you got the sense that he was frustrated that he wasn't able to get a word in edgewise at somebody else's protest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm right. Like, why can't I get a word in edgewise I'm here? Try to scream faggot. When is it my turn? <laughs> I'm the champion. You know what's so awesome is his fucking weird, modulated, crazy fucking throat <laughs> node voice, like, shuts the mic down when he screams. <laughs> It's like the mic is just like I can't do anything with that. I can't. I can't replicate that. There's nothing I can do. Did he have his own mic? No. But whenever the the camera would turn to him, the mic would be pointed at him. Yeah. And his and it kept on bottoming out the mic because it's like I don't even know. It's like a fucking. It's like the brown note or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the dung note. It's the dung note. All you butt lickers and <laughs> butt pumpers. And pumping butt pirates. Guy this guy awesome. is so gay. All of you riding the Hershey Highway. <laughs> he just says like fucking. He just says all the shit you said in grade school. It really, you is, know, right? Yeah, he's he, he's like he's a schoolyard bully. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like your mama's so fat she has her own zip code. You know what I mean? Like just start bouncing out your mama jokes. He derives oh. Cecil. He derives clear glee from uh, discussions of specifically anal sex and rectums and butts. I mean, he is he goes into tremendous anatomical detail in his <laughs> ranting and <laughs> he raving. Does, he does the kind that you know it makes you. He's constantly bringing up you know. How much has he talked about assholes and butts and rectums and buttholes and butt licking and like semen drinking? Yeah. And I mean, all, this and all he talks about it is lesbos. Right. The other side is just like lesbos. Right. But he's constantly bringing up really explicit sexual language. And I have to think, like, where does this deep well of anger and weird fascination come from? It comes from that's what gets his dick hard. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, it's it's hard to argue with when you when you hear him talk. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Michelle Bachman lies about so drowned bad. Syrian boy to attack refugees. I'm just glad that she picked uh, a, a valid target. You know, if you're really if you're going to pick a political target, pick a drowned toddler. No, they can't fight back. Right? All no, I mean, I mean it. Yeah, no, I mean, all the fights out of that kid. You know what it's, I mean? He's done. Yeah, it's no. It. You know, I mean. He is literally down for the count. <laughs> you win you know? every point. <laughs> he's the worst. He's terrible at this. Like, the only way you can animate him is, like, we get a Bernie style. <laughs> style. He's like, you know, it's just fucking... You got a little rope around his wrist and move him around. That's what you can do. Here's Michelle O'Bachman from, again, Understanding the Times. Understanding the Times with Jan Markle. 
people are very well acquainted with that tragic, iconic picture of that little three-year-old boy face right. down in the water, and they say, we must have a humanitarian response. That was a terrible tragedy. But the fact is, that boy's father and mother were in Turkey. They weren't from Syria. They were from Turkey. No, that's not true. No. Mm-hmm. They, it says here in the article, uh, the Kurdish boy's family lived in Damascus before fleeing, and uh, that's kind of the largest city in Syria. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, that's from Right Wing Watch. So then if you link it to Guardian, it actually also says the same thing. Says the same thing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I Weird. Know. Huh. Well, Weird. I know. It's well, almost the reason, like... You know, why, you know why she thinks they're Turkish, Tom? Because uh, the Turkey, the Turkey, Turkish government took in like fucking almost two million of those people. Right. Well, they're Turkish now. Yeah. The father wanted European style welfare benefits. He wanted somebody to pay for the dental care for his kids. So he put his wife and his five year old and his three year old in a boat, knowing full well how dangerous that would be. They couldn't swim. And the father put them on to seek welfare benefits. And that is happening for dental care. For dental care. For dental care. Look, this kid needs braces. I will risk his life for straight teeth. If there is some shit that strains credulity, <laughs> even for this. Really? For the de- That's the worst trip to the dentist ever. I like, know. I take my kid to the dentist. It's like, I have to fucking bribe him with McDonald's afterwards. This is like, all right. All right. Here's the deal. We're going to get on this boat <laughs> full of full of hungry, desperate people. Also anxious for dental care? <laughs> We're going to brave right. the open ocean and the wild seas. Right. <laughs> because I've got a cavity? Yeah. Like, no, those things are a bitch, Tom. Oh, I God. saw. Look, can't we just get him an ice skate and yeah. a rock like Tom Hanks? Yeah, but we just and give him fucking like a tube of Ambisol, you right? know? Just, it's so ridiculous. For dental care. <laughs> oh man, my boy, my my boy drowned in terror. I slipped from my arms and drowned in terror. But at least it had a beautiful smile at his funeral. Oh no! <laughs> Why would you even want dental care for a three-year-old? Your teeth are gonna fall I know, out. Like, anyway. like, in, a, like, like in a month, he's not gonna have any. Right. All across with these migrants that are going into to Europe, and it isn't women and children. Almost seventy-five to eighty percent of these migrants are males, working-age yeah. males. And a report just came out today from a Turkish official warning Prime Minister David Cameron of the UK that two out of every one hundred migrants, two out of every one hundred, are actually part of the Islamic State. They are terrorists posing as refugees. If we know that two out of 100 are terrorists why in the world wouldn't you just cut that off wait are you saying that because two of them out of 100 are terrorists we've got to fucking kill the other 98 (laughs) like are you really saying that we've got to leave the other 98 to die because two of them are terrorists wait a second you're not taking all the facts into account many of them are brown Oh my God! Did she really just say that we gotta let the other ninety-eight live in fucking like horrifying conditions because two of them might be terrorists? And they found this out not from fucking. She said it was from somebody in like. uh, She said David Cameron or something found out about it, but it's actually a claim made by a Lebanon education minister, right? 
And she said it was a report from from a Turkish official uh, official 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 um, to David Cameron. It's not even a thing. Yeah, it's not even a thing. She cites the thing is she's just lying. Yeah, and then she uses and then she uses specific terms like she doesn't say refugee. She says migrants, and she basically is like, well, eighty percent of them are just fucking working age dudes who are just. Looking to get some fucking free dental care or whatever. <laughs> like, they just, it's just a bunch of 20 year old dudes looking for some yeah. fucking Invisalign braces. Yeah, no, yeah. I just want to make sure that they have very white smiles for their emaciated you? bodies. Oh my God. Let's leave my, even if, even if it were 80% men, which it's not, but even if it were 80% working age men, they're just, they're, I'm supposed to believe that they're just like, fuck it. I'm going to leave my wife and my children. I'm going to travel thousands of miles to an uncertain future. But they have crust white strips. <laughs> so <laughs> I have laser whitening there. Uh, I've always wanted this. Wow. Don't you ruin my dreams. <laughs> what a world. <laughs> Once they have a European passport, they can come to the United States. And they will. Again, this is kind of national suicide. I mean, well, it is, it's of crazy. Course. Every it, nation has a duty and responsibility yeah. to the citizens of their country, to the un- citizens of the United States, so they know that they are safe and they know they are protected. That is the first duty of government to secure the safety of its people. And our government has failed us, Democrat and Republican alike. Would you remember, Fuck. you know, because I know Michelle Bachman is a devout end times Christian. And I do remember that, that, that famed passage in the Bible where Jesus said of the poor, Fuck them. Uh, you remember that, right? I think that's yeah. Like no, the what poor he said. What he said actually, Tom, was uh, only those with gleaming pearly whites shall enter the the pearl, <laughs> pearly gates. Is what he said. So that's why we need to worry about our dental care. Jesus, can you believe that shit? I mean, this is like a woman who you know. If we're talking about Christ, we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about the followers of Jesus. This is a woman who supposedly follows Jesus, right? The right. the charitable acts, the, you know, help your fellow man, and she's willing to slam all of those people into areas that they can't even stay in anymore because their country's fucking just a goddamn barrel bomb explosion. So they get spit out into all the surrounding countries that cannot take care of them. These people, there's so many of them, they literally cannot take care of them. So they board these rickety-ass ships for all of the money that they have to try to get across, you know, this this bit of water so that they can get to the European mainland to then march, you know, fucking death camp style across fucking Europe to try to get something, you know, so that there there's some sort of safety there. There's some sort of ability to... You know, to live without fear, without the fear of dying every single day, right. with you know being able to eat a food every day, and when what she's willing to say is no, if if any of them happen to be in ISIS, then it's not worth it. This isn't a fucking zombie outbreak, you know. Yeah, we're right. like, oh, we got to fucking lock right. the borders down, World War fucking Z style. Yeah, right. It's fucking if it's terrorists. You know, they have to – it's not like if you're a terrorist, you just show up in a country and you're just like, oh, I just fucking blew up half the country. Like you have to fucking get your resources together 
And when you get those resources together and you start trying to buy large amounts of fucking fertilizer or you get large amounts of fucking gunpowder or you try to buy fucking sarin gas on the black market, motherfuckers find you and they yeah. arrest you. Right. It's not like you're just fucking you just walk in with infinite fucking guns and be yeah, like, you're not, like, they're not all mad scientists with death rays. Exactly. It's fucking it's ridiculous. Like, so a terrorist gets in. OK, you know, we're doing OK so far when it comes to terrorists. We're OK with catching them. Yeah. And if 98 percent of these folks are just desperate, hungry, in need. Yeah. My my solution. I mean, I don't want to live in a world where I'm saying like. Well, I just, you know, fuck 98% of those people because, you know, it's a, it is a trick of birth. It is a, a happenstance of my own personal luck yeah. that I'm not one of them. You know why? You know how I chose to be born American? I didn't choose to be born American. It's just a happenstance of luck. It's a, it's something I had no involvement in whatsoever. And the, just like all of the, you know, tens of thousands, millions of people who are fleeing certain painful death by civil war and strife, and we're going to turn our back on these people and then use them as a political scapegoat? So uh, we wanted to make a couple of corrections before we uh, before we wrap the show up when there's no email section this week. But, uh, but we did want to make two corrections. It looks like there was a lesbian obesity study. And there's an Huffington Post article that was posted to our Facebook page today. Um, there was a lesbian obesity uh, study. But that shoeback guy was talking about stuff they study in college. Not, I mean, it didn't sound like he was saying research it in college. It sounded like he was saying they, that they like, study it in college. Right. He made it sound like it was a class. Like it's take a class. Like you go to a class and you're like, like oh, what, learn what why lesbians are fat. Taking lesbian obesity, oh, 100. You know, yeah, no, exactly. So, so, yeah, but, but yeah, I guess there is a, an actual study on that. Uh, also, um, the Planned Parenthood thing we said last week was not true. Uh, Zuckerberg gave $18 million in Facebook or 18 million Facebook shares, which comes out to be a lot of money. Uh, but I don't think it is a, exactly that much. 500 million at the time, I think, is what it was. And it's, uh, he gave that many in shares to a group that then distributes the money. And Planned Parenthood happens to be one of those, one of those, uh, nonprofits that they give the money to, but it wasn't a lot. It turns out it turned out it wasn't a lot of money that he wound up giving. A very small – it says on the Snopes article that we got a very small portion of the $474 million total of grants dispersed by the organizer last year. So it was a very small amount they got. So we just wanted to say that he did not fund Planned Parenthood with $900 million. That was like a clickbait article. Yeah, that sucks. I got fucking hung up on that. So uh, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, there's going to be a show out on Monday, and uh, we're going to leave you, like we always do, with The Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cards, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. So this weekend I went to this uh, local, like it was like this like local food movement farm dinner thing. So the idea was like it's it's not just farm to table. They actually take the table and put it on the farm. And so you go to the farm. <laughs> and like they were really, very proud of that, by like, the way. It's like hyper local. They're man. like they're like fucking like the 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 table is actually made of chickens. Please like, tell me you had to kill your own animal. I was hoping they would let me. <laughs> I kind of was like, I, I was, I was feeling like Mr. Burns, like, oh, he's a feisty fellow. He's, like, <laughs> I'll take that spirited fellow. <laughs> <laughs> like you, just, you just go in with a fucking shocker and zap the cow exactly. you want, right? Just fucking lay him down. I, I will say though, in that in that vein, she did mention the woman who gave us the tour of the farm. She did mention that um, they used to have pigs, you know, and she's like, they lived well and they died well, and I thought, well. That's probably not true. Like they lived <laughs> no, well. No, she gave them. She gave them little rifles, and they fought they very fought valiantly in until the end. They, they had they, last oinks. Yeah. They're like oink, 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 like one cloven yeah. hoof lifted in the air bravely. She, she actually walked over to each one of them with, with a shield and said, "Come back with your shield or on it." Yeah, right. And then, <laughs> and then they came back on, on and it, they had like right? an apple and in their mouth. They're, like, hey, they're handed their shields like this shield looks surprisingly like a dinner platter. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, shh, shh, you. That's the problem with pigs is they're smart. You <laughs> right? know, they know that shit. <laughs> Fucking pigs. It was super funny because like we're we're doing this tour, and everything she says is like I just I have so many bad jokes. Everything she says, and I couldn't even hold them all in. I was trying to because my wife was there and we were there with another couple, and they're very sincere. Like everybody. That works there is like super sincere and you can just tell they're fucking dripping fucking sincerity out of every <laughs> fucking dirt filled farmer poor that they have. And I'm there because I do think that eating local is a good idea. So like I spent a lot of money on these tickets. Sure. And so I, I am I am, I do buy it, but like I don't need the mythology too. So we're we're doing this uh tour of the farm. But it doesn't really look like a whole farm. It looks like a big backyard. Okay. And so right. because so it turns like out pa- passing off their rural place as a farm when it's really kind of smallish. Yeah, is what you're saying. Like really smallish. 
<laughs> and it turns out like they didn't really grow the food. Like their neighbor, which is fine, but they're like, yeah, you know, the the Swiss chard or whatever we're going to eat today comes from the Joseph family, and they live three miles down there. And this, you know, the chicken comes from the you know Sexton family, and they live six miles down the road. And I'm like, okay, so fair enough. It's okay. okay. You just so have locally sourced. Yes. I mean, you could walk there if you need Hyper-locally to. Hyper locally sourced, right? Yeah, by right. by all reasonable modern standards. Sure. You know, so yeah. I'm still down. Just, it's just lazily sourced. Yeah. Though, you know? and, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, all right, all right. I'm still like, I'm still here with you. Totally still, with you. I'm right there. Yes. And then she starts talking about how the food. She's like, you know, we're gonna have a lot of fermented foods, and because you know we used to can the foods, but when you can them. You know, the nutrients, you lose the nutrients, and it turns out if you ferment them, the food's better than the original, and so now we're fermenting everything on the farm. And I'm just Fermented like, chicken is terrible, by the way. I'm just saying that. I'm just throwing that out there. Like you're not fermenting everything. Like, there's the, that's, yeah. the, first of all, fucking ill. <laughs> really? You're fermenting <laughs> everything? On the farm? That's disgusting. And then, yeah. you know, you're not selling me that, like, canning... Like robs foods of its nutrients, and the fermenting is like it's just like where did you come up with that? Ugh. What are you talking about? Why are you saying this crazy fucking moon shit? Like it's just, and, and I know we'll get emails from people who are like, well, actually, in the canning process, it is heat, and you do lose nutrients by heat. Yeah, okay, fine, fine. But you, no one is selling me that fermenting everything is the solution. Like, okay, let's ferment a few things. That's fine. If you want to ferment yeah. it, okay. <laughs> But it's not a fucking. It was the be all end all solution. Sure, you know, sure, you know it just yeah. this shit just fucking makes me crazy. Well, it's like eat your cancer away sort of stuff, right? It's not. They're not saying that outright, but the way they they that you get this vibe from the you know the sort of places that sell organic or the I get it at the farmers market all the time. There's just this vibe there, uh, and when you talk to the people, they talk about you know like. How you want to eat this stuff because it it will keep you healthy and keep those diseases away. And you're just like fucking dude. If fucking cancer wants me, I don't care how much fucking Swiss chard right. I fucking ate. I, know. I can eat as many fresh strawberries in the world. <laughs> if cancer wants to <laughs> fuck me in the face, it is gonna fucking fuck me in the face. Yeah, it, it's it, cancer is not a nutritional defect. It's not fucking scurvy. <laughs> It's, you know, it's not like, oh, I got fucking pancreatic cancer. God damn it. Didn't he have any vitamin C? Oh, like, man. It's not a nutritional defect, but these fucking lunatards treat it all the time like it's a nutritional defect. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's not a, you know, a, a cellular uh, replication gone fucking awry. It's like, oh, well, maybe you ought to have a more alkaline diet. Like fucking I could eat all the batteries I want. It's not going to help. It's ridiculous. Uh, and she gets to the, you know, the pigs part and all oh, the pigs ate well and died well. And I thought they died like every other animal dies. Sure. Yeah. Under Squealing. the knife of some dude yeah. who killed him to eat him. Not Don't wanting fucking to pretend. die. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe, yeah. They, maybe they lived a better life. That's fine. You know? Sure. It's fine. I'm sure they fucking read the New Yorker every morning and fucking yeah. drank a nice cup of coffee watching the sunrise. But Got a massage every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Fucking Wagyu pig. Then she gets to the chicken hooves. Right? Oh, no. So we're at the chicken hoose, and we're standing in front, and there's like 70 or 80 chickens. And she's talking about the chickens and what have you. And then she's like, and down the road, there's a place that has a million chickens. Can you imagine a million chickens? And I was thinking like, yeah, man, there's 370 million people in America. You can't feed them 
off a chicken hoose with 70 people, 70 chicken. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's almost like, you know, I understand that there's problems with scaling, the scaling up of industrial farming. But she's like, this is better. And I'm like, no, this is $170 for two people to eat dinner. That's what this is. Yeah. That's, that is not a sustainable way to feed the right. earth. Absolutely not. And they and the way they the way they put it off as they say it's sustainable, right? They're like, right. oh, well, this is sustainable. You're like, that is not sustainable. It's they, so judgy. It's sustainable if you're willing to let people starve. Then it's sustainable. Right. Fucking population keeps growing. The food has to keep going. Yeah. That's that's like the error of luxury of plenty, right? Exactly. It's yeah. like I have so much that I can simply deduce that my six acre farm, which feeds a hundred people, you know, is a sufficient way to feed the whole world. And it's like, no, yeah. if you fucking do the math, your farm, we would all die, or we'd all have to be farmers again. You know, we'd all have to sure. go back to like a subsistence living. And it, that's even even all of that is okay, but it's so like inadvertently judgy. You know, where it's like, well, this is just better, as if to imply that people who don't, you know, only buy local, organic, free-range, gently-hugged chickens yeah. are somehow... <laughs> gently-hugged chicken named Carl. Right. You know? Like, right. all the all the rest of the people who wake up and go buy, go buy conventionally grown produce or conventionally raised meats, it, it, it like, implies that they're just fucking mouth-fucking Mother Earth every morning. Well, yeah, know? and then, it, you know, you, just like you said, though, look at how much money you spent on just a tiny amount of food. There's so many people out there that cannot afford that. Well, right. It's a luxury. I mean, I go to the I go to the farmers market with a hundred bucks in my pocket. I walk out of there and I have two small grocery bags worth of shit. Two small grocery bags. I go to the I go to like a local like area Jewel or Mariano's with a hundred dollars, and I'm walking out of there with five grocery bags. Right. You know, just the amount of money I have to spend on things. When I walk up and I'm like, how much is this? You know, thing of mushrooms. Well, this thing of mushrooms is five dollars. These pork skins are five dollars. These, you know, this thing of bacon is seven dollars. The fucking eggs are seven dollars. And you know, I'm like, when do I pay seven dollars for eggs ever? Right. Yeah, you, I you never wouldn't. pay seven dollars. You for wouldn't. Eggs. Why would you? Why would you pay seven dollars for eggs? You can get them for two ninety nine. At the the farmer's market, they're, you know, they're fresh eggs made and fucking made that morning. Shout out by a fucking chicken this morning. So you can fucking go get your eggs there. Or cloaca to your face. (laughs) (laughs) Or you walk over and you buy, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you could buy that's just a a kind of outrageously priced. Like, you know, $5 for a pound of butter is not bad. $5 for a half pound of butter is fucking a rape. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, the other day, like, I went to my regular grocery store and just regular whole roaster Purdue chickens were 99 cents a pound. I bought like four of them. If you go get like a Bell and Evans chicken, it's like, it, you know, it's that it's the chickens that are raised with tiny hugs and everybody loves sure, them. Yeah, you know, yeah. they, they're like five ninety nine a pound. They, these are the these are the ones that get high five before they get slaughtered. Right, exactly. Like, they're, like, they're like they're like excited for it. Like, put like, me in, bro. coach. Yeah, it's five ninety nine a pound. It's like five ninety nine a pound at the local butcher for a Bell and Evans roaster chicken. It's six times the price. Now, granted, maybe I'm being a little unfair because I'm comparing a sale price to a product that never goes on sale because it doesn't need to yeah. because they're catering to different markets. And 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 what we have to be okay with is that both of those things are okay. Food is the same thing as you know. Food has become in many ways the same thing as. You know, cars or clothing lines. There are brands 
and there are levels and, and there are cheap options and there are options at the extreme end and there's everything in between. And it's, you know, one is not better. If you have means and you want to buy the fucking, you know, organic, gently hugged chickens, then fucking buy all means. It's, it is better for the environment. Go buy that thing. 